This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text our show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via, I say via, the Absolute website. Happy New Year. Morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, one and all. Is it Happy New Year? It's not a Bob Cratchit contribution. I have a sense of, you know, that sort of Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. With the emphasis on the new. Oh, Oh, okay. Happy New Year instead of Happy New Year. You know what? I get slightly bored of at this time of year. I don't wish to start on a downer. Is it people saying... Do you have a nice uh, Christmas? They say, good Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> like Alan Sugar, good team leader. Good Christmas. And then I say, good, yeah, yeah, how was yours? And they say, well, we went to Norfolk because I've got family up there. And yeah, I they don't want to know that. Everybody yeah. went to Norfolk because they've got family up there. <laughs> well, yeah. Just say yes and let's leave it at that. Well, I haven't got any family there, but I went just because everybody else was going okay. to Norfolk. Yeah. Yeah. I went there and lived in, a, lived in a tree for four nights. How was it? It was Bitter, absolutely bitterly <laughs> cold. But um, I don't like to miss out, as you know. I've always been a joiner in her. Yeah. When is the statute of limitations on Good Christmas? Is that the, what that thing on Ellis Island in New York? <laughs> yeah. The statute of it, limitations. <laughs> it's always get emotional when I see it. Yeah. yeah. If they'd put the statute of limitations on Ellis Island instead of the statue of liberty, oh. it was just like a. Could have Small a document. <laughs> it's all up for grabs <laughs> now. So Who knows what's there? The statute of limitations on how many people can go to North. No, on how, <laughs> when people can stop asking you good Christmas. Well, no, let's call it now. I think, yeah. I, Did let, you have a good Christmas? I, I think though, it's guys. the ninth. <laughs> yeah, Did I great. have a good Christmas? Thank you. Um, yeah, it was tremendous, apart from the, the bitterly cold Norfolk winds. Yeah. Was it Norfolk or Suffolk? Have I switched? No, it was, no, Norfolk. It was Norfolk they've God, always gone to. They've counties. always got family in Norfolk. I don't like to switch horses midstream, <laughs> nor counties mid-sentence. That's one of my things. Uh, I spent uh, New Year's Eve alone. Oh. Completely alone. Oh, Have you darling. got a jingle for that? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I've got some Hold kind on. of woe is me music yeah. for that. Oh, by myself, <laughs> don't wanna be going. I'm cutting to the later in the song. Oh, by myself, you oh, more. That was uh, Eric Carmen there on uh, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Can I just intervene in a health and safety way and tell yes. you that you've got your glasses on the top of your head, Frank? I know I, I have. Oh, you know that? Yeah. Oh, okay. it's a little trick I got from Kermit the Frog. No, it's just that he wasn't wearing uh, headphones simultaneously and I just worried that there's going to be a clash. Well, that's all right, be, darling. Clash, but if, I've, I've got spectacles on, but I can't really read very well in them. OK. So, so um, I, I don't want to press the wrong button. You have brought your new Christmas paperback, haven't you? So I suppose halfway through it you'll have a chapter. Um, um, no, I'll be fine. You spent uh, New Year's Eve alone. He was on his own, Greta Garbo style. Yeah, well, was. I, it wasn't my, wasn't my choice. Know, but uh, we went away, and mm. uh, obviously to, to uh, Norfolk. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and my partner just didn't No offence to anyone who just... did spend Christmas in Norfolk. No, no. Some. Stop going on about it. No offence. <laughs> it is the Turkey County as well. <laughs> it is, Indeed. you know, I suppose it's the obvious place to go at Christmas. Yes. I'm imagine if you went for, uh, to Norfolk hoping for good uh, turkey <laughs> um, stuff... Um, they sort of leave it as you arrive. They're going out yeah. on mm. um, trucks. Yeah. Mm. Goblin. 
Yes, they do. Goblins are there as well. There'll be goblins there. I think there's goblins in most countryside areas. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, I yes, I, I did. You I were on in. your. Oh, I swear, it breaks my heart to I think went, of my I big daddy out, all on his own. I went out on the uh, on the balcony of my. Um, so you're going to sell home. the tiles? Then I was thinking. Why no. didn't you call me? I would have called you from the party. I was. You at. can't. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why <laughs> you can't call people New Year's Eve and say what you're doing. Oh no, you can't. Food, you're right. Just in no. case. So um, I, so I, no, I took it on the chin. I didn't. I didn't. Wow. I, didn't I wa- feel like I spent New Year's Eve with you because I was round at someone's house and I insisted the telly was put on. That's uh, that's quite a big step. I wanted to watch my big daddy. Did you watch the fireworks on TV? I watched Robbie Williams live. We had that on. No, it's I'm I'm fascinated. Oh yeah, by I, they were on. Yes, they were on. I am fascinated by the whole concept of fireworks on TV. <laughs> fireworks on TV is the dullest thing you could ever mm. see. Fireworks. Uh, let's say keep fireworks live. That's my casting. Yeah. Mm. Not only nice. do they show the London fireworks, but they, they you get through the day. That's well, they always show Sydney. That old cliche. Yeah, let's see yeah. some fireworks live from Beijing. Yeah, fireworks, but on television. It reminds me of when West Bromwich Albion celebrated a hundred years at their football ground, and they had fireworks before the kickoff, and it was a three o'clock kickoff. <laughs> Never seen fireworks in daylight. Also, I still haven't. I don't wish to be rude, but what standard were the fireworks? Well, I couldn't tell. <laughs> they might have been. They sounded all right. Did Adrian Charles buy them from the news agent no, I didn't on the way know out? Him. I didn't know him in those days, I must say. Mm. But, yeah, it's an in- try fireworks in daylight. It's a different experience. And then you have got your glasses out, I tell you. Mm. No, I'm not. We can't end it like that, can we? <laughs> can't. I'll be fine. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Yeah, so I... Um, I tell you what I did. I went out on the balcony at midnight, mm-hmm. and okay. I stood and watched um, some live fireworks that were going on. You know, sort of around, not any big displays, but lots of people. Some them local up. people. And I whistled the theme from um, the old Ealing comedy, The Card, with Alec Guinness, uh, Petula Clark, Guinness Johns. You know it? I don't know the theme or the no. film. Well, the film I. Um, I was asked by the BFI to name the uh, best film of the 20th century, and I picked the card. Did you? Oh, really? Yeah. Well, we'll have didn't to see get, that, didn't, didn't get any other votes. Oh. None. Funnily enough. It's all, you know, mean oh. streets and Raging Oh, yeah, Bull. Raging Bull. They like Raging Bull, oh, don't they? Oh, they love it. They love a love bit it. of Raging Bull? Well, they don't like the card with Alec Guinness. Weirdos. <laughs> anyway, um, so I went out and whistled that. Really cheered me up. Oh, good. And I decided my New Year's resolution is going to be to whistle more. Oh, that's a good one for you. That's a I good think one it for really. It does, it's I like, think it really suits you. It's my version yeah. of, the, it of, of the, the whole wellness industry. Yes. Mm. It's a, I, I find whistling does what other people get from, um, you know, an hour of Bikram. Uh-huh. Yeah. And now also I think you're conforming to what I think are successful New Year's resolutions, which is keep it simple. Yeah. And ideally... 
add something that you enjoy rather than take away something you don't like. A lot of people go, oh, why When Al does his life coaching, I get all funny. Hashtag life coach. Hashtag 2017. Hashtag life coach. We'll have to get some Eastern music we can put on in these moments. I'll play the sitar. You know what I'm calling it? The first chord on the sitar always feels sounds like they've dropped it. And then that's... Right, I'm calling him the Urban Swami. Oh, yeah. that. He's a bit of a swami. Hang on, am I allowed to he is call a bit, that? Yeah, that I've heard him call swami before, I think. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Is I it all right that. to do a sit? Is, how's that um, in the political correctness front? Can you do what? a sitar impression? I think yeah. so, yeah. That's oh, acceptable. Yeah. That's yeah. fine, darling. Such, I mean, it's so difficult for a man of my age. Mm. Yeah. Me and Tom Jones, we're walking on thin ice. <laughs> 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 they always look very hard, the sitar. For someone that's just made a New Year's resolution to whistle more, you've gone straight to sitar impressions. Yeah, well, I can't whistle any sitar True music. Enough. It'd be difficult. A lot of people, Frank, mm. um, I thought you were marvellous on the GN show. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, Al, uh, but um, you were rather marvellous. And we had some comments. So, so supportive, too. Well, no, it's true. You were. You were fantastic. Don't read out praise, but we can articulate our own. He was funny, and he engaged with the other guests. He was the dream New Year's Eve guest. Oh, yeah. Um, Unlike some others on that show, who I didn't warm to so much, I didn't like those rowers, Frank. Oh, the rowers. I didn't like the rowers. You know, they're they're rowers. (laughs) Rowers. Yeah. I know. But we're all just going to keep saying rowers. <laughs> it's I, yeah. a weird moment. They're fine. They can. I've got some stuff work that needs doing in my garden, so they can come and help me with that. But we had some. Um, <laughs> Are these Olympians that you're talking about yeah, coming to like help that. your garden. But, it's sort of only silver. Yeah, oh, only silver. Uh, they. There were some comments about your appearance. Oh yes. With what? one theme coming up again and again. Okay. Can I read you one as a sample? Go on. Frank Skinner absolutely oozing Botox on the Graham Norton show. Really? Well, I think this is a great compliment. I'd be thrilled if I were you. Another one? Oh, dear. Too much Botox, Frank. (laughs) What? Number three? I love Frank Skinner, but come on. Hashtag sculpting. (laughs) (laughs) Can I say... I think you should see this as a very auspicious day. I think people the, I think, think you've the, had Botox. I think the makeup woman should get some sort of minor award. <laughs> there I you can, go. I can officially state with my hand on my heart, and uh, if only I had a picture of Pope Francis, I would use that as well. I have not in any way had um, Botox. There's a touch of the Bill Clinton about this. I, I can officially state with my hand on my heart that I have had Botox have in the you? past. No, yeah, not recently. I've gone off it. See, I think it makes that. your face look weird. I think oh, if I was going to be injected in the face, I'd have to really want it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I've tried it, but it I've does not. strange but things is, to your that face. That is a compliment. I was it really is. pleased for you, Frank. I mean, it's a, it's a, no one's it's ever an said ins- that to me, and I've had it done. It's an insult, in a way. Suggests, <laughs> it suggests that I'm you know, some sort of vain peacock <laughs> of a man. Um, but um, what about that, eh? But I'd, yeah, staggered. Don't smoke, well don't done. drink. That's my advice. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> That's lost half the audience. <laughs> Although a lot of oh, people if you are going to drink, give up age 30, is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, drink. I always thought my skin looked very clear when I was drinking heavily. I get a lot of comments on your skin. Do you? That's what I get, compliments by proxy. That's my <laughs> life, not to, it, to me. I'll tell you what, when I die, it's yours. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> that would be make, lovely. Make a nice little uh, <laughs> gilet. 
That's good. Can I have one of your houses if she's getting your skin? Well, now you've gone too far. <laughs> I don't want people knowing I've got more than one house. I'm, it's already out there. I'm, I'm the public my, domain. My man of the people image has already been <laughs> altered by the rumour that I'm having Botox. <laughs> God, what next? <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Hey, we've had a text in asking uh, if uh, asking if this person can be the first contribution of the year, and I thought, is yeah. that, that someone's is that stomach that just rumbled? <laughs> Whose stomach just rumbled? It wasn't me. Oh, oh was it? Was it? Was it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Congratulations. Morning, guys. Can I be the first contribution of the year? You can get daytime fireworks. Instead of having a, oh. a chemical reaction to get colours, they use different inks. That's from Adam oh. in Chingford. He says check out the video on YouTube, so I think he might have a business interest. No, you're in it, all right. <laughs> exactly. So what else, I don't think Albion uh, did that. Remember yeah. indoor fireworks? Do you remember those? Oh, no. I don't think we were allowed those. That was for the children that watched his was. They sound like a health and safety <laughs> We were more, yeah. yeah. No, they were like... We were swap um, shop children. That's not what I'm They about. were like sort of a sort of <laughs> solid version of smoke. You used oh. to get like a lot Live of with my parents, ash. you had that 24-7 love. <laughs> was this in the days before smoke alarms? <laughs> oh, don't mention smoke alarms to me. Really? Why? I You're going to have to start emailing me this stuff, because... I slept, I slept <laughs> no with idea. last night. What? There's no way to talk on, about a lady. <laughs> on the minute, going... <laughs> you know when they do that, oh. smoke alarms? Was this I in thought, your in your abode? Yeah, well, I stayed um, I stayed in my um, Covent Garden oh, apartment yes. yeah, yeah, oh. last night. And I'm th- that one. throughout the night... <laughs> well, you're allowed to talk about that one. <laughs> you're getting the skin. I'd have that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I took it to pieces, thinking like, it's a battery change. It's no battery. It's wired to the... Oh. Nothing, I couldn't stop it. I pressed buttons Did you rip night. it out? I didn't rip it out, as in... Oh. I think if you ripped it out, it would probably go off forever, wouldn't it? No. I suppose it could, actually. I should have ripped it out, you're right. Oh, it's absolutely the most depressing thing ever. Frank, I'm yes. finding the glasses on the head strangely alluring. Oh, really? Now, I know you and I have a 100% platonic relationship. Yes. That's one of my dearest friends. But, nevertheless... The glasses on the head and the tie, it's all gone a bit legal case. I've got 12 hours to crack the case. Yes. With a little bit um, newspaper proprietor thrown in for good measure. So I'm, we might, can we take a picture for the social media? You can. Okay. You, see, you see it that way. I was, I'm thinking it's more like young Dennis Norden in the writer's <laughs> room of the gloms with Frank Muir. That's how I'm seeing it. Um, yes, so... Um, Younger listeners can now uh, look yeah, exactly. up there. Yeah. Just Google. Showbiz Almanac. God, I had a, a girl in the front row the other day I didn't know who Noel Coward was. Goodness me. I mean, come oh. on, people. That's un- people! unacceptable. No, it's not good enough. So I'll tell you something now, and uh, maybe I shouldn't start it because the fez has arrived. I should say, I should explain oh. the fez. I don't think we've ever explained it before. <laughs> But if the link's getting a bit long, the producer puts a small fez next to me. Um, oh, is it a passag fez? Yeah. Um, I don't know what that Passive means. Passive-aggressive fez. Oh, um, I, I, I suppose there's an element of that in it. It's one of the fringe one, rather than the ones... You know the ones with the little <laughs> loop on the top? It's, it's a fringe fez, and it just sits at the side of me, and it means shut up, basically. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm, I've been fezzed, so here we go. Frank Skinner on the radio. 
So I, I drove home from, um, let's say, Suffolk. Yeah. My own. Was it Suffolk or Norfolk? Norfolk. Norfolk. Yeah, Norfolk. I mean, that, that, come on. It's like Kylie and Danny Minogue. These are basically the same. Yeah. Um, so I, I drove back from there um, alone. And I've, it's the first time, I think, I've driven an entire journey on the motorway. Oh, well, not. I, I think I overtook a couple of times, but mainly on the inside lane. All right. Is that the slow lane? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not officially okay. Not it's technically a slow well, lane, but yeah. Oh, let's, let's not get into that. Lane well, one. it is in let's my car. The other two darling. lanes are just for overtaking. They are. They are. Lane one and then two overtaking lanes. So yeah, that's what we're going to. And I'll tell you why. And this may sound slightly <laughs> ridiculous, mm-hmm. but um, it, it was the thirtieth of December, uh-huh. and I oh. by then was that day in November. It was twenty sixteen. I'm thinking. I don't want to. I don't want to be another one on the list. <laughs> yeah. I honestly thought that. I thought I'm going to drive yeah. more carefully because it, it's celebrities are dropping. Like, oh, I think especially I at the end of the year, checking how you were every day since I last saw you. Well, the, <laughs> I like mad. you in your little suit in your little car in the slow lane, <laughs> thinking rock and roll. I don't want to live fast, I young. But exactly, exactly. You don't want to be like you know the sort of. I don't want to bring up the. The, the, be the full stop to like Muhammad Ali and David Bowie and Prince and uh, and all that and then finally oh, my beloved Skinner. George Frank Skinner's gone yeah yeah um, yes I know what you mean although it's well, there, there was a rush at the end of the year it was like the sales oh, they, were, they were going it was like a penalty shootout at the end they were as a mad rush of, of, of celebrities dying. And I, I, it honestly affected me. I, I drove ex- really? extremely carefully. Oh, I well, thought I'm if I could glad. just get through this year, yeah. I'm in with a shout. We're back, we're back to a level playing field. Yeah. I would say, whilst we're on the subject of what I will insist on calling the slow lane, regardless mm. of what the urban swami says, oh. I am increasingly drawn to the slow lane. And this is because I've decided I prefer the people in the slow lane. Yeah. Mm. I'm just, I don't want to get into politics, but I'm just saying, I think the fast lane people, it's a bit the people have spoken. Mm-hmm. Well, I can see that, but... Yeah. Say, I know, I think I know how they would vote these people in the fast lane. And they're a bit party organiser with a black open neck shirt and a leather pendant, I think. Well, it's, that's it's, what I wear when driving. I think, <laughs> I think it's a generalisation. I think we can safely say. It's Why the are you worried lane. about offending people in the fast lane? Well, I, yeah. I spend some time in the fast lane. I now really wish life now we've got 2016 out the way. I'm back to, <laughs> yeah, um, to driving. I'm back to 105 f- miles an hour. What is your favourite lane? If you had to stay in one lane for the rest of your life, what would it be? I think it probably would be the inside lane. The middle lane is full of some of the worst people on the planet who just sit there like fools. Totally agree. Yeah. I won't be sharing my favourite lane stories. I think this is the most solid observation you've ever done on the show. The middle lane is populated by fools. I mean, get out of the middle. Why are you in the middle? I know it's. it's How long are you allowed to stay? Can we just establish? How long are you allowed to stay in there for before you start being judged? You're overtaking. It's an overtaking lane. Too long. Sit there until you get to where you're going, Lane. I had a mate used to judge. A woman said to me once, she said, when you pass your test, I'll give you a bit of a tip. When you get on the motorway, as soon as you can get into the middle lane and then just stay there, it takes all the decision-making <laughs> out of it. The worst advice. Terrible. 
And then I had a mate, and he got like a big Jag, and he used to drive. And we stopped John cars. Prescott. Because <laughs> overtaking us on both sides. Awful. As somebody said it was in the car, it's like watching somebody blow up a very large <laughs> balloon. You're just waiting <laughs> for the moment. There was cars like going ahead and cutting into the inside. I just didn't seem to notice. Yeah. I've got a feeling that this the equivalent show of this last year, we began our uh, extremely forensic discussion of parking. And oh, this year we've gone to motorway. Yeah. Go back to that. <laughs> but that same bloke around the Jaguar, I once drove him, and I drove a bit faster than him. But even though I had an old car, it was a 1967 Vauxhall Viva. And I remember as a bit where he got into a paddock and shouted, think of your conrods. Oh. <laughs> I never quite knew what they were. But it's a... If I need a catchphrase for yeah. 2017, <laughs> that's what I'm going to go for. Frank Skinner on the radio. I wouldn't say the switchboard has lit up, but we've had some uh, middle lane driving texts. And oh, yeah. about the fast lane, or as I call it, the party organiser lane. 512 has texted, Nigel from Barnsley, names of lanes on motorway, one, two and three. Middle lane hogging, now illegal, undertaking illegal? illegal. Yep. Can I say he's used exclamation marks for every single one of these statements, which I like. It's very I'm trying to verbally fun. hit those exclamation marks. Yeah, <laughs> agree with Frank. Worst people in the world, lane two at sixty-five miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, that gets two exclamation marks. And um, Ian Angel has uh, done oh. one of his first. His t- Brace his first text of the year. First point of the year. Yeah. Time to play some middle of the road music. Frank. Oh, very good. Oh. Happy New Year. Excellent. On any other hands, an insult. Uh, well, I mean, it's, I say it's off said about us people, but I still, I still think it. I still, why, why? It, it is off said. I'm going to call it a cliche mm. about people in the middle lane, but it doesn't. They don't seem to have heard it. No, it's, just, it's, not, it's not that not widespread. Them. No. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So I got home anyway on my own, Seriously. and I opened the door. And I was carrying in some stuff from the car, and I heard... The I'm not a policeman taking a report down. I heard... The, yeah, I was proceeding in a <laughs> northerly direction, and I heard water dripping quite quickly, which is what you don't want to hear when you get back. And yes, I'd wet myself. <laughs> no, I hadn't. Um, there'd been... Uh, well, there was a, a massive leak. Oh. And, and not like Max Boyce used to have on stage. Or, or Julian Assange. And um, it had gone through uh, three floors of the house. It was, <gasps> oh. uh, it was, and I, it, it was still pouring. And I realised I didn't know where my stopcock was. That's oh. the kind of man I well, it's am. It's been a while mm-hmm. since you've had to find well, that. Well, exactly. I haven't touched it for <laughs> years. So um, I did something I never thought I'd do. What? I, I pleaded with Siri. You know, I've, I've always been very anti-Siri. Yeah. I'd say it was, I referred to him in Aris as the Siri area. You did. But um, <laughs> I was actually going, I'd switched it off, I switched it back and I was going, Siri, Siri, <laughs> into the phone, I'm not kidding. And, I was, and, uh, and he didn't answer straight away, you know, when you, you haven't called someone for a while. Right, They're moody. a little yeah. bit sniffy with yes. you. Yes. And I was going, Siri, and he suddenly said, can I help you? And I said... <laughs> Um, uh, local emergency plumbers, 24 hours. Did and, Siri deliver? And, and Siri sent me a list of about oh. um, six. That's all right. Oh, Siri. But I've, I have criticised Siri. I've always thought he's an interloper. 
Is this show an apology to Siri? Yes, it is. Can I say that when you need Siri, he, he was there for me. He, he was prepared to forgive my criticism. I'm so him? impressed that you did that. You called Siri instead of your PA. Yeah. Well, it was the 30th of December. She was on holiday. Oh. Right. Um, I called her after Siri <laughs> and said, here's some numbers you might want to uh, phone. <laughs> oh dear, man! It was sad. so. So I'm being dehumidified as we speak. Oh, are you? It's a bit ticklish, but yeah. mm. I'm all right with it. Oh man, we got some uh, roaring, uh, high-level machinery in the house. Did it work? Is it? We still right? three weeks. They said to try it out. Whoa! I mean, come on! Wow, we come on, people! Mm-hmm. The Botox didn't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with um, Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Do it. So on New Year's Eve, Frank, I had you on in the background, which made me feel lovely and secure and warm. That's nice. Lovely way to see in the New Year. Then it went straight into Robbie Williams Rock's live or something i think it was called oh did it did okay. you see this I, I didn't i was on the balcony whistling oh yes of course you did you see this out i did not see it no um okay it was le- allow me to tell you about it uh-huh it was an extraordinary spectacle what was it i mean i'm a fan of roberta williams don't get me wrong me too mm. i think he's that rare thing a pop star who can laugh at himself a little bit mm-hmm. okay however i had a few issues with this event okay so the concept was he did you know they allowed him he did one own stuff song they allowed him to do one own stuff i think and then he did all the greatest hits right. the crooners that sort yeah. of stuff right well no he did his new song i think he did too something about the russians oh yeah and oh, right. then <laughs> not um oh, not don't worry. Oh, wait, what is it? <laughs> It is stirring. But I felt for Roberta, because I do like him, but I think that's a tough gig, isn't it? Yeah. Seeing in the new year, because the level of expectation, come on. It's a pressure gig. And, uh, Rob, and firstly, Robert. he made us... Do you remember when Jerry Halliwell presented him with a Brit? She kept insisting on calling him Robert, because they'd <laughs> had a brief relationship, and oh. she wanted to say, I know him a little bit better than most people. Oh, really? Oh, a bit bitter, because that was his little pin-up. <laughs> she... He went out and he said, thank you, um... He thanked Melvin, I think, but he called him Marvin, which oh. is a bit unfortunate. He thanked who? Melvin. He, uh, is Melvin from Kiss, I think? Yeah. So oh. he's one of our stable mates. And he called him Marvin. So get the name right. Oh, that's right. the one, whenever you say anything about him, um, yeah. Sarah, <laughs> our producer today, says... <laughs> Typical Melvin. <laughs> to the point of it's oh, become really? a catchphrase. I mean, in warm hearts. Oh, she got mentionitis. In an affectionate yeah. way. Oh, that's nice. But um, she got so excited when he was on Strictly. <laughs> and then he went out, went out week one. I'll tell you what Robbie did cruel. then. So Robbie had, he had the black trousers, a bit ice skater trousers, and the black shirt. Right. Yeah, and his hair's sounds... quite just. It did look a bit security at a Cardiff nightclub. <laughs> OK. Let's be honest here. Yeah. And the thin belt. And then he did something strange, was he brought the dad on. He brought his dad on. Oh, OK. His dad's a singer, isn't he? Is he? Mm-hmm. 
I believe so. I think he's... I think he's a singer in the sense that I'm a singer. I think he's, yeah, he's a bit Mitch I mean, Winehouse. I don't, I don't think he's a recorded artist. thing is, Frank, I don't really want to spend years with anyone's dad. Not even Robbie <laughs> Williams. You've changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it's just... It was a hard gig, I think, for the dad. OK. Because the tension's built. Oh, it's always oh, happy New Year. And then I'm seeing it in with some, you know, Robbie Williams' dad. But did his dad sing? We did, yeah. OK. Yeah. I'm going to guess what his dad sang. Did he sing, um... I, ca- I can't even remember, but I... S- go on, Ooh. we can all guess. What do you think he'd go for, Dad? Halfway to Paradise, <laughs> Billy Fury classic. Um... I want to be your lover. <laughs> do you think he sang The Loneliest Man in the World? There's got to be a I bit of, so. um... <clears throat> there's got to be some Sinatra. Shall I fly me to the moon? He's classic. Oh, fly yeah, me yeah, to the moon. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, the big story, isn't yeah. it, is that Robbie um, shook hands with the crowd in a warm heart. Old Lang Syne. Man of the people. Uh-huh. Oh, did the old Lang Syne yeah. thing? Yeah. Then after old Lang Syne, Frank, what did he do? I understand <laughs> that he he took out hand sanitizer and uh, cleaned yeah. his hands. Which I think is a funny joke, if it was a joke. Like, yeah. the idea of him touching the general public and then <laughs> clean, cleaning himself up. Well, he's, very he's funny. been touching the general public for years. <laughs> exactly, I think that's... I he's mean, saying it's a joke. I so, think it's a joke. Yeah. When I think about what I did with the general public, <laughs> <laughs> people that are sanitising just because they've shut their hands, <laughs> I was, oh God, I was living in the fast lane. <laughs> ten years At least I wasn't living in the middle lane. <laughs> <laughs> All right? That's people, annoying people, should have that life in the middle lane. <laughs> <laughs> we've had another text yeah, on have. that very topic. The oh, special yeah. people who derive pleasure from educating, in inverted commas, middle lane hoggers, by doing the lane one, two, three, two, one manoeuvre, need a mention, and some derision from Rebecca. Do you think derision? I do that. I do that. I go around, cut straight into the inside lane, (laughs) and and often hit the squirters as I go. (laughs) So that they get that. You're an absolute menace. How do you you teach them? (laughs) Do you remember Harvey Smith used to teach the show jumpers by putting... um, he used to put hedgehog skins on the top of the fence so they'd jump a bit higher. Now, I'm not condoning cruelty no, that's to been animals. Very, that's been... That's very disapproved of in my yard. Oh, no, it's... Uh, it. Yeah, I've got hedgehog skins <laughs> on the top of the fence. Yeah, I don't like it myself. No. But the reason he did that is he couldn't find a way of getting through to them, so he he, yeah. he, he went desperate. And I'm not saying that was right, <laughs> but that's... Let's face it, it love, we've I've all gone desperate. Job, but I've reached that stage... Come on, Harvey! <laughs> I've reached that stage with... Um, with the middle lanes. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Can I just say before we go back to um, Robbie and his hand wash that um, we had a very nice letter from uh, Lucy Barr from um, Warsaw. Mm. Um, and she sent us a pen each. Oh, oh thanks, Lucy. She's, she's endeavoured to theme. No. So, um, I've got... she's thought of all of us. Well, I've got a Doctor Who pen with a Cyberman that floats up and down. Oh, swap, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> um, what have I got? Hang on, does mine, um... Does Go on, guess. Does mine have a lady on that gets undressed, if I turn no. it? No! Oh. No, yours is, um, nomchak pens. No way! Oh, that is God. brilliant. To tie mine... into your arm. That is genuinely oh. great. Is it equestrian <laughs> themed? <laughs> it is equestrian themed. <laughs> yeah. It's got um, a galloping horse on it. Oh, so I'm so happy with my horse. And <laughs> um, 
She has a request which we'll deal with discreetly. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you so much for that. Really okay, happy. so that's lovely. Anyway, the thing is about Robbie, <clears throat> there seems to be a feeling that because he shook hands with the public and then sanitised it, that is somehow disre- disrespecting the public. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the joke he was making. Like, if mm. you well, I don't know if he said it was comedy. a joke. I mean, he said that he he spent a lot of time in LA and he's become a bit of a germaphobe. Oh. I think he turns it into a, a camp, funny on stage joke, but he is genuinely sanitising. Right, but people um, wash their hands after they've been to the urinal. It yeah. doesn't mean they're disrespecting their own winkle, <laughs> does it? <laughs> Well, there's a sentence I've predicted for today's show. No, but it doesn't. It's just a, pra- <laughs> it's a practical thing. You know, if you do it to your own, your own self, then surely it's not disrespectful to do it to someone else. Then we've got a title I for panic. the podcast. When a hand is properly <laughs> Disrespecting <laughs> your own winkle. <laughs> I think we've got a title for Frank's uh, third volume in his autobiography. <laughs> I think I never disrespect but I do I do look down I think no, down on it. But you let others. Um I'll tell you something. When people prof- I, though I've often thought you know, you know when people get too big for their boots. Yeah. I've often thought that I have grown too big for my own winkle. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let's this has gone. This is the worst we've ever No disrespect gone. to you lovely started. Claudia, by the way, this link. No, certainly um, not. I hadn't thought of that before. No. No. So the point is, Frank, if a hand is proffered forth these days, mm. I panic. It is a bit... We've, got, we've, we've grown frightened, haven't we? The I'd rather have a hug than a handshake. Mm. My autobiography title, <laughs> yeah. perhaps. But I would, because I feel that's cleaner and I'm protected by some quite expensive clothes. Oh, yeah. Whereas I feel with the handshake... I mean, I don't know where that's been. Well, it's true, isn't it? I mean, the old Langside now is a death trap. Because <laughs> you've got a hand both, so you've got you've got a circulatory threat of the up the crossed arms. Yeah, but then you're shaking hands. Often we just so happens to be next to you. I wouldn't if somebody shook hands with me and then disinfected in front of me. I would not be offended by that. Right. Yeah. I just think you know that's that's a practical attitude to life. Uh, Sarah, producer, just mouthed. I would. She Same would. With, yeah. Be offended. Oh, oh, it's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a man in the mirror today. I can't remember his name now, but he says at the top something like Frank Fearless, and then he has in brackets and funny, which I would never, ever put on anything. Oh. <laughs> You've got to be really confident to put and funny. Yeah. And he absolutely lays into Robbie that he's lost touch with the people. Oh, and and then he yeah. says at the end, well, I'll tell you what, I am, I um, I washed my hands after I've touched the Take That CD. Oh. <gasps> and I thought, um, slightly out of date, that insult, isn't it? Yeah. It's retro. Yeah, everything about yeah, it. He's yeah. streaming his music by now, shouldn't he? No, but not just... Oh, God, I took in a... I turned up to do when I started. I'm, I'm doing gigs at the moment at the Soho Theatre, mm. and I uh, I turned up with my um, walk-on music, and the music for um, you know the people when they come in to yes. play. And um, I took the CDs in and I gave it to the sound man, and he said, uh, um, I, I, "I haven't got a CD player. Oh. It's a theatre." <laughs> And I said, well, what I hope you said it's a theatre di- comedy. Well, what did I said? What did the other? What What did the last people? He said the last people. They just they brought it on a stick. 
Turned out it was Dick Whittington. on the radio. Gavin has been in touch. Gavin, okay. His name is Gavin Douglas. He said, "Don't knock Robbie." Well, I don't think we were knocking Robbie. All British Olympic athletes are told not to shake hands or even open doors. The risk of flu, etc., is very high for people whose jobs rely on staying well. Carry on, Robbie. Love that film. And I, li- <laughs> I love Robbie, in fairness. We were just se- wondering whether this was something which was commonplace or how many other people... I think we, we were actually siding with Robbie. I was siding yes. with people, him. And actually with, um, what, there's people now so need to be offended. There are. Um... Chris from Oxford has emailed saying, Hi gang, re-Robbie and the hand gel incident. It's not the fact that he used the hand gel, but the camera zoomed in on him screwing up his face whilst doing it. And then he adds one of those smiley, um, you know, when you he's put a curl all, on and a nose and a the purse, smile. It? It's, um... I thought so. Mm. The, your average hand sanitizer is 65% alcohol. Right. No way to talk about my hand sanitizer. <laughs> I pay him well. It's true. Sixty-five percent alcohol, so it would be safer for me to have human excrement on my hand <laughs> <laughs> if the choice comes up. Don't because I'm, I'm, unlikely, I'm unlikely to get addicted to human excrement. Whereas <laughs> I don't think it's an either or, unless you're on some so. weird Japanese game show or something. It is so. It's high. I think it's got more than vodka. Is that really? right? Seems a bit much. A bit much of a muchness. Yeah, you think. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Meanwhile, over in Times Square, oh, Mariah was having, having something of a mare. Having yeah, a, a mare, Raya. Were you mare. aware of this? Mariah. She was there <laughs> That's for what the. She um, be called. <laughs> I mean, you know they do the big ball drop in Times Square. Every but, uh, year. Yes, I've seen that. Mm. That's very busy. That nurse. <laughs> 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 yes, I, it's um, it's a it's a dull phenomenon. I've seen it, and they make an enormous fuss about it. And mm. basically, it's a big metal ball moving about twenty feet, isn't mm. it? But you know, confetti better comes than out. fireworks on television. That's what I always yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Or daylight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She had an earpiece malfunction, didn't she? And she was not H A P P Y. Yeah, she was. Uh, I think I've spent a lot of time with children recently. It was what they called an epic lip sync disaster. Oh was yeah. Mm. Do you the, think she uh, was going to fake it? Is that was it a lip sync challenge? She was miming, was she? Is that the idea? Oh yes. And I read about this, and apparently, you, I assume, neither of you will be that familiar with the song "Emotions," which I am. How dare you suggest that? <laughs> Emotions, I know it well. but in the song "Emotions," I'm not only not familiar with the song. I don't really feel. So. <laughs> well, it's called "Emotions," Let and she guess. says, "You got me feeling emotions." Exactly. You got me feeling emotions. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. She sounds a bit more. You Elvis got me Castello. covered in lotion, <laughs> but not on every part. <laughs> Is it that one? Now that I would download. Okay. This is... It's a hit. You got me feeling emotions deeper than I've ever no- mer- known. Uh-huh. Sorry. D- you got me feeling emotions. <laughs> OK. Higher than the highest up above. I believe those are the actual lyrics. Higher than the highest up above. Uh, something like that. Demonstrably now, untrue. <laughs> when she sung that song... <laughs> yeah. She was capable of doing what's called the whistle register. All oh, right. Which is a high G, I believe, which very few people are capable of this sound. Only oh, okay. dogs and babies. It's a very piercing scream noise. Yes. She's no longer capable of that. 
Hence the miming, I would imagine. Oh, right. Okay, and the I, I, I can understand if if she's, uh, you know, I saw Julie Andrews at the O2, as you know, she had nothing left, nothing. Oh, <laughs> she had nothing left. Uh, Forty quid a ticket. We'll find out more about it. Um, that was uh, my Godfather show, actually, and so I'll be benefiting from that. So I don't mind. Okay, lovely. But um, true story. Yeah, I, f- I feel sorry for. I mean, I've never. I've never seen it with the Mariah... It's completely passed me by, the whole Mariah phenomenon. You know I married her, obviously. Did you? Do you remember I married her? I was the... I played oh. the vicar in a sketch when she married... Um, oh, yes! Deck. <laughs> in, um... Was it called SMTV there, Saturday morning? Sometimes yes. your anecdotes sound like dreams, and sometimes <laughs> no, your it's dreams real. sound like genuine anecdotes. Oh, it's so you've, had, you've been up close and personal. I have been up close. I wouldn't say she was chatty. She wasn't one of these. She was no James McAvoy. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She didn't come in and she... Re- they said that she is rehearsing, but she's rehearsing on her own. Right. So she came and she was... I mean, she was off the book straight mm. away. Mm. But, no, she wasn't um, genial. Right. No. But, uh... Well, she says at one point during the calamitous incident... Yeah. Mm-hmm. She starts sort of ad-libbing, doesn't she? She just starts talking over the backing track because she doesn't know what to do. She thinks, I'm not going to sing, and she's furious. So yeah. she puts her hands on her hips in an angry manner. And then There's she... plenty of room. Yeah. <laughs> there is, uh, and then sorry, she says at one point it's gone a bit Tom and then she says at one point I'm trying to be a good sport here yeah are yeah. you I like the idea of <laughs> has, is it, has the concept of Mariah Carey being a good sport ever been introduced into the public forum before <laughs> Do you think and all of her staff went, it's a bit late for New Year's resolutions <laughs> now? <laughs> it's like, what about if Dad said she's actually going to be a good sport yeah, in 2017? Yeah. I put it this way, I, if she had on her social media bio, Mariah Carey, good sport, I'm all, I wouldn't be buying what she's selling. I'm, uh, I really... What about if she really changes and <laughs> starts taking the mickey out of herself and says, let's do that wedding again and this time... <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of the guys. <laughs> that would be... Oh, looking forward to it. Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, yeah, so I felt a bit sorry for, um, Mariah. for Mariah. But there's a great thing she said, which I didn't really get at first. Mm. She ended by saying, bring the feathers. <laughs> bring the feathers? That's what she said. Because she opens the show with feathers that part. Yes. Doesn't she? Yeah, you know the, the old the tradition, a bit like um, you know in Chicago yeah, yeah. when Billy does traditions. that. Um, no, I do. I know that. Razzle dazzle. Yeah, but, but, yeah, I didn't get that. That so it's, it, so like a thirties kind of strip joint. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. So, 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 one of them. so she says, um, she says, bring the feathers. It just don't get any better. Mm. And I thought, I mean, I'd, I'd read, I had an idea. I'd read somewhere she was a fly fishing enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She tied her own lures. <laughs> She did something which I rather loved the next day. She posted a few responses to it, one of which involved a category C swear word, so we Mm, won't go there. mm. But another, she traditionally posts a picture of herself in a hot tub wearing a swimsuit. Does she? Yes. And this year, it was just her, this was her response to the disaster, was her in a gold one-shouldered swimsuit with a bottle of alcohol behind her in a hot tub, just saying, Aspen Moments... And I think we could all do with being a little more mm. Aspen moments in life. Say what? Aspen. You what know does the, that mean? Aspen the ski Aspen resort. Aspen the ski resort. Oh, I thought you meant as in Ask Aspen. <laughs> no. So she'd got out of wherever she was, New York, 
Times Square, was it? All yes. This, all this debacle took place. It she is. was already in Aspen. Yeah, she's actually well, I, I, I don't have the distances. She likes a costume, Mariah. Yeah. And in some ways, I have a sort of respect for that. I saw, um, I saw uh, Aretha Franklin oh. live in uh, back in '96. Swimming cosy? At the no, oh. at the uh, the All Star um, baseball show in Philadelphia. Okay. So, so they have an enormous game mid-season in which the best players from one league play the best players from another. And it's it's uh, very razzmatazz. And anyway, she was on stage, and you had to have a laminate. I love any laminate-based anecdote. Mm-hmm. She, uh, you have to have a laminate that just gets you into the whole event. But her band had also got... Um, Aretha Franklin laminates, which had a picture of her on. Oh, right. So the band started playing, and one of the, the, the blokes in the band, his Aretha Franklin laminate was tucked in his top pocket. Mm. So you couldn't quite see, you could just see the sort of lanyard. And then the other one was hanging down. She's in the middle of a song. She ca- this catches her eye. <laughs> she walks over to this guy while still singing and takes the laminate <laughs> out of the top pocket and puts the other laminate in the top pocket, thus mm. obscuring it. Excellent. Oh. And the great thing was, there's a couple of the other guys had got like both laminates on, and you could see they were. <laughs> Edgy, should they put the general laminate in their pocket before Aretha sees them? You see that? I love that in a performer, in an icon, attention to detail, attention to admin. But people like that sort of behaviour, particularly yeah. from women singers. Yes. You know, the whole diva <clears throat> theory, mm-hmm. that's yeah. what they're after. But uh, it just don't get any better when she said that. She likes the nude outfit as well. What do, how, does, how do you feel about these nude Mayor outfits? Mayor She went for uh, one of those leotards that looks like... Um, My nan. What's that thing at school when people grab your pants and lift it off? Oh, the wedgie. wedgie. Yeah, it looks yeah. like... It, it's like a sort of... It's, it's, a, wed, it's, a, it's a permanent wedgie. Brilliant. Yeah. I still frequently <laughs> use the word wedgie, but I haven't used the word leotard for a long time. Well, that's so well done on that. next <laughs> album, Permanent Wedgie. I don't think she was wearing heels. I just think she was naturally raised up onto her tiptoes <laughs> by wearing a wedgie. She actually bought a wedgie to wear at the thing. She's off, off, obviously after the high G. <laughs> um, she should have worn a high G string. Very I'll good. get you onto the whistle register. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it certainly will. So, um, yeah, so, but, but respect to her. She's sort of um, yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, as um, Arena well, was I think she's got that thing. I was actually, I mentioned she's this. She's definitely got that thing. <laughs> well, she's got that thing. But it's, it's in her. Which in my a... grandmother had, and I'm not comparing her automatically to my grandmother. No. However, there are similarities in that I've still got it. She's... The, the, the sort of clothes are getting smaller as she gets older. Yeah. And I have a sort of respect for that. Wouldn't do it myself. No, I I, I think she looked, you know, I don't want to be laddish about it, but I think she looked quite... Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Get it out, you know Why about? not? You know what I'm talking about, Willis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looked, she looked hot. Yeah. But flustered. And when you get yeah, flustered, yeah. you do get hot. <laughs> True enough, yeah. Oh, bring on the feathers. <laughs> This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What about that time I did a gig in Manchester and the organiser said to me, we got a slight, when I arrived, he said, we got a slight problem with the sound system. I mm. said, what is it? He said, we, we don't have a microphone. 
<laughs> oh, that's quite a problem. Yes, yeah, so Mariah should uh, counter. Uh, was this before stars? the popular phrase "you had one job"? <laughs> that was yeah. his one yeah, job. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it when she said... I mean, there's a few quotes in the article about Mariah, but yeah. I liked it when she said, I wanted a holiday too. Can't I just have one? And, I You're mean, on I, stage, Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got a bit of experience with toddlers, and this sounds like she's overtired. Like, Mariah's... Yeah, yeah. She's having a little tantrum, she needs a little bit of rest, maybe swaddled... And then just her reset button pressed, you know. There was a fair bit of um, what I she believe says, Pink Floyd called dark sarcasm. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I mean, that thing, it don't get any better. I mean, I don't, I don't, get any I don't better. think she believed that. No. She says at one point, um, we didn't have a check for this song, so let's just say I went to number one. Oh, oh come on. on. <laughs> Respect to Munda. I once I thought you'd approve of that, Frank. I saw Jerry Lee Lewis once on the old Grey Whistle test. And he said that every one of his singles had gone to number one. Mm. Which was like, the people talk about the Donald Trump and the post-truth thing, but this was Jerry Lee Lewis <laughs> with such a presence that the bloke was frightened to contradict him. Which so very and he said, I remember he said, check your billboard. <laughs> which is like the, mag, the, the music yeah. mag. And, uh, and that was it. He just, he just stuck with it. Really? Every, every single I've been to number one. Brilliant. That's what Blondie's owner said, lie big. Lance Armstrong, yeah. one, one big lie. Mm -hmm. uh, a few more than that, actually, Lance. Mm. <laughs> about a thousand a day for about a decade. A good change. news, <laughs> a good news yeah, resolution would be the post-truth thing of just saying, just saying stuff about you that makes you the Resolution? You, you do that every day of your life? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Anyway, there, there is a there's an elephant in the room. Isn't there? <clears throat> How dare you? Well, sorry, but I lost you know. weight over Christmas. <laughs> I, I was one of the few people that did. Um, I lost weight over Christmas. Did you? Hmm? How much? About f five or six pounds. Really? Mm. Just don't get any better. Mm. <laughs> I ate so much over Christmas. I mean, I was having three starters. Did you eat your own beard? And then two, <gasps> two puddings. Yeah, I my thought beard something gone. had changed about you. My beard has gone. started shaving again. Is that uh, the elephant in the room you're referring to? Is that what you're talking about? No, uh, yes. The last really? <laughs> there isn't a real elephant in the room. One oh. of us has shaved their I beard off. it was off, a metaphor. But yours is more noticeable than mine. <laughs> Can I say, speaking of elephants in the room, oh. um, you know the... Um, you know the Loch Ness, the famous Loch Ness, what they call the surgeon's photograph? Yes. Oh, yeah. Of the... Um, I read a theory about this, that mm. someone thinks it looks like an elephant's trunk coming out of the water in Loch Ness. What's so an me, elephant doing that Loch Ness? That's a bigger mystery. <laughs> yes. I could accept the giant reptile over... There's an elephant in yeah. underwater. There was a circus in town the week Who's that photo was taken. decided to take part in a prank. With just the trunk Unpaid. sticking up. Like, um, you know, like it's hiding. You know when they hide in films and they get a straw and stick it out the water? Very obedient elephant. Strangest yeah. thing. I also discovered that the surgeon's photograph, he wasn't actually a surgeon. He was a gynaecologist. But in the no. 1930s, or whatever it was, <laughs> yeah, when they found it, mm. um, that they uh, they couldn't they couldn't call it the gynaecologist photograph. It was too controversial. Oh, really? So um, they had to change him to a surgeon. Oh. How about that? There you go. Program with the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, the beard, which doesn't detract from the 
Lack I've, of hair. I've shaved my face and had a trim. And so, what prompted the, this, Al? Uh, partly boredom, I think, and, and partly my wife saying you need a haircut every day for about three months before but Christmas. She, she probably didn't mean the lower part of your. I know, head. but I just, I, you know. How I, does she feel about it now? I think she's fine. The children said it's like kissing Grandad, who's there, um, who's oh. got a stubble, I guess. Yeah. You know? My um, partner's been saying that to me for years. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few men have said that to me as well. But the verdict has <laughs> ranged between uh, I look five years younger to the upper limit was 27. I look 27, which would make me a teenager, so I'm taking that. One of the things that happens if you've had a beard for a while and you get mm. rid of it is that the whole lower part of your face looks sort of sh- slightly shrunken and incomplete. Right. Oh, that's, that's rather rude. No, I'm sorry. New I mean, Year's I'm resolution. <laughs> I'm yeah, I lost a bit of weight over Christmas too. <laughs> I, I'm generalising. So, so half my face is gone. <laughs> I think no, it, it makes it, you look very fresh-faced, unsurprisingly. I mean, that. that was the intention, I imagine. I suppose. I think it takes a few years off you as well. Mm, 27, I've heard. Mm. I think you look more ocean colour scene than you've ever looked. <laughs> what, with Frank's Botox? Yeah. And your beard I wish you wouldn't pronounce them like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to go facelift to compete with you two. Why don't you go for the Shelley Winters wing knot? Under the... Uh, Thank you, Martin. I had a friend <laughs> who did a... He did a chat show with Shelley Winters. Mm. Do, do you know the actor? Yes, I do. Poseidon Adventure. And she had one of the early um, facelifts, and it, she had a wig, and underneath it was a large wing knot. Oh. And when you when she did a public appearance of some kind, she'd have the wing knot tightened, and that brought all the face into a facelift. But when she got home, relaxed, took the shoes off, undo the wing knot, and the face went back. I'm down going again. for the budget version. I call it ponytail. But I think that's great—a facelift that you can lower when you're oh. relaxing at home. It's you know, it's it's the like putting your pajamas on. <laughs> it is, yeah, it is. It's it's the. Um, it's the uh, plastic surgeon's version of the elasticated waist. <laughs> that's that's my next resolution. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. I'm Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us um, on eight twelve fifteen. You can follow the show on Twitter. At Frank on the radio. The way some people follow the carnival. You know, there's, yeah. you see any kind of a parade, there's just people in ordinary street clothes that just walk along yeah. at the end of it. And then you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Oh, you know what? I, one thing I love, it's a website. Do you? How do you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently they're on the decline, but um, Are they? for you. Yeah. Wow. What are they That's being replaced like, um, by? People don't need them as much anymore. Apps. No. That's like, unlike my Kim... Kim Jong to be behind the times. Yeah. He's just caught up with the interweb, hasn't he? He's got four webs. They've got four websites now. Have they? Did you know that they've got four websites in North Korea? Oh, I've had a look at them. I love them. Oh, you've had a look. Well, apparently there was some security breach. So for a very brief period, and then someone took a screenshot of them and. One was something like dedicated to our noble leader. Yeah, mm. obviously. That's, I sort of expect that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. And uh, the other three were sort of along the same lines. Oh, to be really? Honest. Yeah. I thought the fourth one was go compare. <laughs> the last thing that Kim Jong Un wants the North Koreans to do is to go compare to any other regime. And none of them are a careers website in Korea. Oh, I think there would be career careers yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Oh, what a shame. Um, there you go. Uh, we've, 
We've had a text, uh, an email titled Loch Ness, saying I saw that documentary about Loch Ness and the elephant's trunk. I think they said there was a troop of elephants nearby, and that's why the theory surfaced. Okay. That can't be true. There's been a troop of elephants nearby. Loch Ness? In Scotland. (laughs) I think they mean... There was a circus in town, did they mean that? They mean a circus, He's being a silly billy. And one of them was bathing in the loch. Do you think? Well, it could happen. Mm. I'm not saying it couldn't happen. I'm just saying I find the Loch Ness Monster more believable. In the same way that at 3 o'clock this morning, I thought fire might be preferable to the beep emitted by a smoke alarm. Got you. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> um, we really need to talk about one of my favourite characters from the uh, from the news of recent times, which is what, the... Trump? Uh, no. OK, sorry. I mean, I know you all think I'm a Trump <laughs> apologist, but uh, I just spotted it early. I spotted his... Uh, do you, want to, do you want to hear a Trump apologist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might have misread that. Be all right. <laughs> um, the grumpy bookseller in the north of England that's been... Oh, a great I love pub. him. Oh, lovely pub. <laughs> he's, he's, he's great. Yeah. Um, you know who I mean? The guy that apparently charges people he's, 50 I'm pence in Yorkshire. To, <laughs> to walk around his bookshop. And, and says things like, I'm, I'm a bit antisocial, I suppose, and stuff. He said, I'm not a people person, is what he said. <laughs> yeah. well, he said, I say what I think, I don't butter my parsnips. Oh, okay. Did he say that? Which was a great quote, yeah. Excellent. Um, Why change the are, subject? If you're not a people person, <laughs> yeah. maybe don't have a public-facing job. Were you, were you yeah. a people person? No. No, I didn't think you were. You've got a public There's only four of us in this room. There's five. Um, But, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I feel his pain. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I've got a certain... um, I mean, they said that the... um, For a start-up, he's called Steve Bloom. Yes. And his shop in Yorkshire is called Bloomingdale's. Yeah. Without the G, as far as I can see. So it's it's Bloom in Dale's. Oh, oh, that's first nice. class work. So he's, good, he likes a pun, he's a bit of a git. <laughs> What's not to like? <laughs> <laughs> In another life. He's all right, old bloomer. I'm really glad you raised that, because there were elements of this story, mm. and don't take this the wrong way, no. that I did think, oh, it's a bit like my Frank. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, you're not a I-don't-butter-my-parsnips type, but I didn't altogether judge this character... Well, uh, I think he's been roundly condemned by even by his local council. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people are worried that he's uh, he's giving the county a bad name or something. The, the place where he lives in Yorkshire is it pronounced Hawes? I don't know. I've I was just I was a bit suspicious. Now, mm. bear with me. The okay. chairman of the council. The chairman of the council is called John Blackie, right? Right. Now, this was his quote. I'm making no comment on this. I'm just okay. saying this was his actual quote. Okay. Unfort- this is about what had happened. He defended some holidaymakers, the man, mm. by, um, by um, saying something a bit rude to them in the shop. He said, unfortunately, despite enjoying their holiday, Dr Bates and his two friends from Holland had taken the memory of a very unsatisfactory experience in Hawes away with them. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to have a word with John Blackie, the council chairman, and just to make sure mm. that he's um, taking his job 100% seriously. Frank <laughs> <laughs> Skinner on the radio. One thing this Mr Bloom does do yeah. mm-hmm. is attempt to put his rudeness on a scale. 
on a sliding scale, doesn't he? Yeah, I like that. He says, he admits to being, open quotes, medium to low rude. <laughs> oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> okay. Now, how would you describe yourself on the rudeness scale? <laughs> I don't think of myself as rude at all. Right. No, I don't either, but I if think, one has I think to... gittery is a slightly different um, pastime from rudeness. Okay. I, I don't wish to be abrasive. Okay. Um, I... As far as I can see, the main criticism of of, um, of Bloomo yeah. is that he charges 50 pence to go into his shop. Yeah. He says he returns it, doesn't he? He returns if it if they, if they spend 50 pence. They well, get I don't it off. think they have to go so far as to spend it. Or do they? Doesn't the, he just have to realise that they're not... Uh, well, he, he charges them on entry and he, he said... Um, uh, I've stuck by my policy of asking for 50p from customers, but the reality is that I don't actually take it. The 50p charges me making sure they're serious about coming into my <laughs> shop to buy something. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I very much like the fact that he's looking for commitment. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, this is a man whose policy, I think, could be described, considering he's a bookshop owner, his policy could be described as anti-browsing. <laughs> yes. Um, not just standing for ten minutes reading a book to pass the time, as some people do. Yeah. I do that in bookshops yeah, quite I, frequently. I, I, I spent uh, 25 minutes in files the other night. I, but I, I might have bought... Is that club still going? <laughs> yeah. It is. But um, I thought it was closed down. And I like this. I don't want him to sound too stubborn, but I like... There are times when I've wondered whether it's the right thing to do, but I stand by it. <laughs> I, I don't think you should confess to that doubt. I think that sentence should just be, I stand by it. He's don't quite, tell people um, that there was a... You know, he lays himself on the... He's quite open, though. Seriously. I think... I mean, I don't want to go too wild here... I think he's got the potential to be a friend of the show, oh, his well, character. Frank, listen, let's look at the evidence. I mean, he was so rude, one customer tipped his dinner over him. <laughs> now, why did he have the dinner in the shop? And yeah. What, was the, what consistency was the dinner? How was the dinner? Was... Did, I, I'm, I'm guessing, <laughs> you know when people sell ice cream <laughs> from those trays? I'm guessing he had one of those on with a, with a plate and a knife and fork and a, a cruet. I mean, Why did he have and his he was just walking him? around eating his dinner <laughs> as one normally would. And Bloomo obviously said, um, "Not in the bookshop, uh, <laughs> please." Not near the I old first said, edition. Sir, then I doubt he ever calls anyone. Sir, no. yeah. Yes, we should be fair to him. Um, one customer went um, on the. Um, Oh, I don't know, whatever people do when they comment on things. Those things like TripAdvisor and... And said it was uh, absolutely worth um, 50 pence to walk in and look around his lovely and interesting shop. And, and what she went on to say was, you pay more for a cinema seat. That's a good point. It is. When did she last go to the cinema? It the, <laughs> more than 50p, that's correct. Yeah. But when I went to see it's the... It's not correct enough, if The you know smash that. hit, new hit, Brief Encounter, <laughs> exactly. only last week. <laughs> exactly. But 50 pence, if you know what you're in for, like 50 pence to be shouted at by the grumpy bookshop guy... I think that sounds like a price worth paying. I would, if I was in the area. I think it's I'd quite specialist interest, but let's leave it there. Don't think. Oh, I think it's going to become a tourist attraction. That's a holiday Shall experience. We go? Shall we all go? Road trip. We'd have to. Um, I mean, he wouldn't know we were. He's a, he's a, he's a second-hand bookshop. We could there. go all the way there in the middle lane, have a road trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take we'll some kind of recorder. It. Yeah. Okay, well, that's, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, mind, but I think he, we, we, we're best hurry because I think he's um, they're out to get him in horse. Yeah. <laughs>
Ah, <laughs> oh, poor old Bloomer. <laughs> I oh, think he's had much, he's one much of our readers support. has been into the shop. No. Steve Merrill. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, what did he I'm say? I'm a Bromley lad, moved to the Yorkshire Dales. Hi there. Every time I've gone into Steve Bloom's bookshop, I've had plenty of banter with this chap, and I've never paid 50p or bought a book. There you go, he's been wronged. I yeah. knew it. <laughs> Let's champion him. I could be like Joanna Lomley was with the Gurkhas. <laughs> God's sake. We'll get it sorted. Frank Skinner on the radio. Um, you know, we've not been to email corner since last year. I mean, oh, like, literally not, last not, year. Not since the old king died. I'm almost... <laughs> I almost think it might be a whatever happened to email corner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's approaching that, wouldn't you say? Let's see if I yeah. can uh, combine those two. Uh, mm. Here you go. Dust off the old jingles. Whatever happened to... There was a bit of discussion that we should change email corner to Snapchat corner or something just a moment mm. ago because uh, we need to move with the times. Yeah. We well, you say need to. Yeah. <laughs> it chimes in with my New Year's resolution, which is to be more grammable. Just want to be more grammable, yeah? I think what, what I think with mean? that new... What does that mean? With your new yeah. clean face, you are very basically. grammable. Oh. Oh, okay. So grammable. Frank. So grammable is the same as photogenic. Mm. Yeah. Well. Or hashtag Instaworthy. Well, Instaworthy. Depending on what you prefer. Frank. Oh, no. Oh, well, Is it well, going to be Instaworthy or Grammable? What do you prefer? I, I like, um, I, I like Grammable. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're looking so Grammable too, Frank. <laughs> um, we're going to go to email corner. I actually look like, uh, Grammable, who was the, uh, my mother's, uh, my mother's mother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been lurking in the chat rooms again. No, my mother's mother was called Polly Stocking. No. Yeah, that was her, that was her maiden name. Really? It's good, honestly, why would I make that Excellent. up? It'd be Excellent. a rubbish thing to make up yeah. in the well, post. You know. I know it's the post-truth era. <laughs> <laughs> Even Donald Trump has said, well, it's not worth saying. Is it worth saying? Uh, hello, Frank, and hi to Emily and Alan. Have you hi noticed there. how people in general are impressed to tell you what time they got up in the morning and what time they went to bed? I've done it myself. It's like other people should be impressed that you got up at 5.30 or didn't get up until midday. Or, I went to bed really early last night at 9, or I didn't go to sleep until 2.30am. Same when it comes to eating. People say I haven't had anything to eat since <laughs> yesterday, like they are heroes. It is true. <laughs> strange email, I admit, regards Carl from Stourbridge. I love strange email, I admit. I used to live in Stourbridge. I've gigged there. Where is it? We've all got a Stourbridge. It's in the West Midlands. Oh, OK. It's, um... I used to live on a place called the Lakeside Estate. Is that what they call that reservation? Yes. <laughs> um, but he's right. I, I Absolutely I, right. I keep a regular journal. I've kept a journal now for about 10, 12 years. Yeah. And every day begins with me writing the time I woke up. <laughs> now, when am that I going to want to check that? Mm. When am I going to think, I wonder when I uh, woke up on December the 17th, <laughs> 2008? You'd never do it, would you? Unless you were doing some sort of chart of your no. sleeping never. hours. never. Good to know, though. It's well, good to know that you're sleeping. Yeah, isn't it useful if you think, I'm not getting enough sleep, I can check. I, I can't see it myself. I mean, you did what? this this morning. You told us what time you went to bed and what time you get up. I know. This I is did. what happens. No, it's, it's absolutely right. The other thing that people love to tell you about is their dental work. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People always say, Root yeah, I had, uh, yeah, I've got to go again. To yeah. The, uh, I've got to go again. I don't want to know that. No, shut up about it. <laughs> it's when the people say, the very smug people, the early to bed, mm-hmm. and they say, oh, 11 hours sleep last night. Oh, Went to bed about 8.30. What do I say to that? Well, I've never Things really are not ch- so good in the marriage? What's I good don't know what that? to say to you about that. I've never really challenged it as a topic, but now, the next time someone's... I mean, it'll probably make me self-conscious about telling people what time I got up and what time I went to bed. Thanks, yeah. Carl. Someone else... To, was it Carl? Yeah, yeah from Carl from He said, strange email, I admit. Mm. It is the little things in life, though, that are worth... Mm. I tell you what, I still... I noticed this in the summer... I still occasionally get a little bit excited when an aeroplane flies over my garden. <laughs> the fact that I can line my own yeah, garden and I see know. people in the sky. Isn't that marvellous? Come on, kids, join in. 8, 12, 15. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a text in from 062, which is already my contender for favourite text of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, between the ages of about 12 and 17 every night, I used to start a stopwatch before I went to sleep, stop it when I work, and record the time on my calendar. I have no idea where these calendars are now or what the point was yeah. of all that recording. <laughs> also, it's not actually telling you when you slept, is it? Because he didn't go to sleep, Bedtime. presumably immediately. No, exactly. Bedtime. Might be one of those up. people that's pretty soon after that, though. I think my Who wife's are those one of those people? people. You know, head on the pillow, asleep. One of those. That's when I do all my best yes. work mm. between those hours. I oh. think that's partly the joy of having a stopwatch between the ages of 12 and 17 stopwatches are fantastic for like I'll time how long it takes for the bus I to can't go remember whatever. the last time I timed anything with a stopwatch it's, it was usually with we know when you play the hat game when right. you have to communicate the name on the on the piece of paper without um, oh I know when I last used a stopwatch so I didn't mean to sound quite so excited <laughs> right. sorry I'll try that Just again little things. oh I know when I last used a stopwatch when was that Emily when I applied fake tan. And <laughs> it was fake tan to apply in the shower. You put it on mm. and then you have to leave it on wet skin for three minutes, but no longer. Okay. So I used the stopwatch. You see, I, uh, when I use conditioner, I'm aware that one can leave it. I, I, I condition my hair, I would say, between three and five times a year. Right. And so slightly Botox. fewer times than you have Botox, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I and I always think that if I leave it on for too long, it'll be it, there'll be a, you know an effect where it starts to get negative. So, right. do you use the stopwatch for that? I recommend it. I know I should. I, but what mm. I do is I feel it. I just feel it. So what I do is I put the conditioner on. I wash the rest of my body, th- thus using the rest of my body as a sort of a. Um, Egg timer. Don't right. like the body mentions here. Sorry, but uh, what, what can I say? <laughs> my structure, my outer structure. Yeah, my trunk. And then... Uh, uh, no, yeah. I don't like that any better. <laughs> uh, do you not know about the trunk? <laughs> um, yeah, I remember it's, when I was in Loch Ness in the 30s. That photo, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I find the time it takes to um, all over rinse is just about the right time for the conditioner to come off. It may well be, but it sounds rather haphazard. Well, it's better than... I, I don't want to stop watching the shower. Stop watching the shower, <laughs> I know, I know. It's serious. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
going to say we're getting a bit of uh, stopwatch backlash. Someone saying, Emily, you were using an alarm or timer, not a stopwatch. Oh, mm, it, oh, I think they, no, it's a stopwatch facility. Were well, you using a countdown timer and you've passed I'll it off? I'll fight you to the jewel over passed this. it off as a stopwatch bragger. S- slur on my good name. <laughs> so a stopwatch, you have to literally be, it has to have a hand going round. But isn't it? that the digital form of the stopwatch? A stopwatch is just going forward in time, whereas a timer would be counting down to zero and then it would buzz. No, mine was a stopwatch. OK. Thank you. How I'm glad they? we've cleared oh, that up. Yeah, exactly. Aggressive texter, 398. And I, I was yeah, worried... You know I was worried we hadn't got an ending for the show. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I say to him? Bring on the feathers. Or her. Clive465, a.k.a., says, I woke up at 9.55am this morning as I was reading in bed until late. As a teenager staying at my pal's parents' house when we stayed up late listening to prog rock, his dad would say as he went to bed, you're only robbing from tomorrow. (laughs) I love that, Dad. Yeah, that's good. Good dad thing to say. I'm having that. (laughs) And Sarah (laughs) understands your love of the plane. Hi, Frank and team. Me and my husband are en route to Gatwick listening to your show and will shortly be amongst the tin full of people flying overhead. Mm. I too like to see planes go over my garden and I like to imagine where that tin full of people are heading. Well, I'll tell you uh, something about that. Uh, My uh, my friend Carmen, I was sitting with her in the garden and um, a plane went over and I, I said something similar to this and she has an app that you just sort of point at the plane and it tells no. you where it's going. No way. Yeah. Really? This, ladies and gentlemen, is the modern world. <laughs> it is amazing what they can do now. Oh, I know what I say they that can do with the them uh, computers. They can do everything. That's fantastic. Wow, but it was, I, was, I was very impressed by that. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Surely not. There must be some mistake. Is someone else offering uh, you rental of their house on the Heathrow flight path for your holidays, Frank? So I can just watch... I think you'll be thrilled by the number of plane-watching opportunities. That's from Jamie and Twickenham. It's only really me. You see, my son, when he was tiny, used to be very impressed by planes, but now I point them out to him, he's not that bothered. Mm, It's one of the first, it's one of the first, you know, moments of... um, I I sense him breaking away. Yeah, I feel like that when I point to trees and leaves and I go doesn't that tree look nice and the kids are like yeah yeah it's a tree what well I've, I've just uh, speaking of apps I've got a tree identifying app oh that's a good thing oh, that you can good. go and have a look at the, to, to the leaf and stuff and it tells you what tree you got brilliant I'm sick of walking past trees and not knowing what species they are I've had enough of it <laughs> <laughs> Strange thing to be sick of. Well, sick of more of it. That's what it is. We have our ending, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening this morning. And if the good Lord spares us and the Greeks... Uh, what the Greeks don't like? Oh, it's Watch good for the most part. I knew them. I'll have to come up with the new ending. Bring on the feathers. Hear the Frank Skinner Show as it happens. Saturday morning from 8 until 11 on 105.8 FM in London and the South East.